Welcome to the Inner Glow Podcast. My name is Stefanka and I am a clinical hypnotherapist, coach, healer and women's mentor. Each episode is designed to help you feel empowered, confident, radiant and to help you create the life of your dreams. I help women to overcome their fears, insecurities and anxieties so that they no longer feel like their life is on hold. I believe that it's time for you to step back into your power. I combine hypnotherapy, coaching, mindset work with the energetics, which I believe is the perfect blend for a modern day woman who desires to glow from within. Are you ready to shift your life to the next level? If yes, then you are in the right place. Let's get into it. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Inner Glow podcast. It is Stepanka here, your host, and today I am here with another solo episode. And this is an episode I have been meaning to record for ages. Honestly, such a long time, perhaps maybe even for over a year. But in the past couple of weeks in particular, this message has been getting stronger and stronger. And I have been like waking up in the middle of the night with some ideas and just journaling them down, making sure I don't forget the messages I want to share within this episode. So I feel like my intuition has been speaking to me quite loudly, letting me know that it is the right time for me to finally record this episode, open this topic up on the Inner Glow podcast episode. I'm also so excited to hear your own thoughts on this. So once you finish listening to this, I would love for you to share with me your own thoughts on everything I'll be talking about, your own experience. So the topic of today's episode are oracle cards, tarot cards and similar tools. These are tools that I have been working with for a very, very long time. And the first time I actually started working with tarot was probably when I was 13, maybe. I'm not exactly sure, but I definitely know I was a teenager. Maybe I was 12 even. I don't know. Um, I honestly can't remember how old I was in that moment. I remember that very moment and I'll tell you the whole story. But I just want to share with you what this episode will be about and what to expect. So this is not going to be a how to do a reading episode. Not really. So even if you know how to do readings or if you don't know at all, that's also okay. Like this episode is for you. Even if you have been working with tarot and oracle cards for some time, I feel there might be value in this for you as well. Because I feel it's not by accident that you clicked on this episode and you've been listening to the first two minutes. So I feel there might be something in here for you. If you are completely new to those spiritual tools and you don't know how to use them, I believe that this will be a really great place for you to start and to get clear on your intentions with those tools as well. So this episode will be about my personal experience and how I make the most out of those spiritual tools and also what to avoid. I will share some 
unpleasant experiences I have had and um, and how you can truly reclaim your power in those moments. I will be talking about receiving readings I didn't like and how I handle that. Um, I will be sharing about my experience with receiving readings, doing readings for other people and how to use this powerful tool to its full potential and how you can literally get like the most out of your reading and actually see results. So let's start with my own story before I um, start sharing with you all the lessons that I have extracted from my own experience, the things to, things to focus on, things to avoid and so on. So as I said, I was probably about 13 years old when I came across the first tarot deck. And I still remember because I was with my aunt, who is very close to me. She has been such a divine guide um, in my life, especially when I was a teenager. She still is an important part of my life. You know, someone who I would go to when I need advice and support. And I remember I had more like a girly weekend with her at her cottage in the mountains. And we were talking about things and then she like opened this drawer and she <laughs> she pulled out this tarot deck and I'm like what's that you know me straight away interested wanted to know everything and she said oh why don't we do a reading on this topic I'm like yeah I'm up for that I want to read it <laughs> I want to do a reading I want to know more about those cards so I remember like I can't remember anything else from that weekend. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry, auntie. I honestly don't remember anything else what we did because this tarot deck just took over. So um, we did this reading in the evening and I just couldn't stop thinking about it. I'm like, oh my God, I really want a deck too. I want to be working with cards. What an incredible tool. I had no idea <laughs> that anyone can have a deck. I thought, you know, you need to be a special person to have a tarot deck or to read cards. I had no idea at that point that there are such things as cards for reading with a little book and uh, maybe a bigger book. I can't remember what kind of book my aunt had. Um, I knew obviously about card readers, but I thought, you know, you go to a school, like you can't just buy a deck and do readings. And it, to be honest, back then it probably wasn't as popular and well-known and accessible as it is these days because these days you go to a bookstore and there will be tarot decks um, you buy a spiritual book on amazon and amazon will be recommending oracle or tarot decks straight away so i was like amazed i'm like oh my god i kept talking about it on the way back from her cottage driving back to prague and i'm like how much do they cost like i want to know and and i remember you know i obviously had little pocket money I was 13 so not really earning my own money I'm like oh my god where am I gonna get money for this tarot deck I really want it and when we arrived um, at my aunt's um, apartment I remember she got something out and she said I've got a present here for you I actually have got this tarot deck here and I've never opened it it's it's one I never used and it was still sealed in the packaging and it came with tiny little booklet but also a large book that I was gifted by my aunt with 
like the different spreads and like large meanings of each card and um, it was also where you learned about the history of this deck. Um, it was um, this this one, my first ever tarot deck. I still have it. It's it's here um, on my desk and it was Rider Waite tarot deck. Um, so one of the more traditional tarot decks and I was like so into it. I couldn't stop thinking about it, touching the cards, going through the little workbook, uh, the big book. Um, I would get home to my parents and I'm like, he wants a reading. I can do a reading for anyone. <laughs> and honestly, I had no idea what I was doing. It was, I found it hard to navigate tarot because it's not like it's like some oracle decks. So basically oracle cards um, are more like a modern interpretation of tarot cards. They can vary a lot from deck to deck. They can be, they can have like a theme or simply each card offers um, a reading, offers a message. On the other hand, tarot is rather structured and you know, quite detailed as well. It always has 78 cards. It's divided um, into major and minor arcana, divided into four suits, swords, cups, pentacles, wands. However, these days you can have like different names for them as well, but there will be those four suits. And honestly, some oracle decks will simply have a message or a word or an affirmation on, on the card. And... Um, there might not be a structure to it. So I got home and I'm like, Dad, Mom, I want to do a reading. Come here into my <laughs> into my office in my bedroom. <laughs> what topic would you like me to do a reading for you? So I only knew like one, um, one spread at that time, like that same evening when I got the cards from my aunt. And it was called The Journey. I, I believe it's seven cards three on each side one on the top and I would be like giving them readings and all those things and it was really hard I would have to flick through the book I had no idea how to put the reading together you know how to make make it into a smooth reading I that I wasn't trusting my own intuition I honestly had no idea what I was doing but I just couldn't get enough of it to be honest I was just loving it so I was working with those cards throughout my teenage years honestly and even at university I remember I took those cards with me then fast forward in my early 20s when I went to England for a gap year which turned into me staying here but I took my cards with me so they were always with me but I I didn't connect to my intuition, to be honest. I um, didn't quite understand how to, you know, it was a journey, to be honest. I'm grateful for all of it. And I it made me more confident now with my readings. And that's the thing, like with practice, we become more confident. We learn new things. Since then, I read different books. I worked with different decks and and more. However, throughout those years, I also paid for readings and I did this many many times um, at 
different fairs or festivals um, and I also had a lady I used to go to quite a lot and to be honest I'm so so grateful for her because she was such an important person in my teenage years when I was already seeking spiritual guidance I knew there is more to life I believed into many spiritual concepts but I haven't read many books on that I didn't really know how to meditate and the thing is, I was more seeking guidance than anything. And I didn't really know about coaching as much when I was at grammar school. Um, I honestly also just wanted to have someone I can go to. I can talk to them about, you know, what is real for me, what, what it is that I'm experiencing in life. And I was really hungry for the knowledge. So she would give me a reading, but she would also say, oh, I recommend that you work with this chakra, that chakra. She was the first person who told me about past lives. And I'm like, what? Past lives? What do you mean? I was like shocked, <laughs> not really ready to like think about past lives. It sounded really scary. And I'm like, what, what if I'm gonna die now and get born somewhere horrible? And I'm, you know, I was just like, overthinking everything and yeah sometimes I honestly know that I was honestly just seeking reassurance that I was going to be okay that things were going to be okay so and that's also when I received my first reading that threw me off a reading I wasn't ready for and it impacted me greatly. So during one of my sessions with my lady here, she did a reading for me and she said, oh, I can see you going to university, she knew. And I can see that in the first year at university, you are going to get pregnant and won't finish any of your education. And you're going to be with this older man who already has his own children. And it's it's just going to happen. And I'm like, what? I don't want any of this to happen. University is my dream. I want to get my degree done. I am not interested in having a baby. I like... I hate this reading. Like, I honestly was, like, shaken by it. And it might sound like I'm exaggerating. Maybe if you yourself received that kind of a reading, you would be like, hmm, all right then. Maybe I'm just not going to take it that seriously. But because I so believed in all of this, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I told her, like, no, this is not going to happen. And she said, well, sometimes you can't stop destiny. And I'm like... No, I, I'm taking the pill first and foremost. And she said, well, you might go on, on a holiday and forget about the pill and that's where it might happen. And I'm like, no, I'm not going on any holiday. Um, I remember just leaving for the first time feeling really disempowered. And she seemed like, you know, there is no other option. This is what's going to happen. And you are a victim of your destiny. And this is where I'm like, all those cards I'm like I called my parents I said I'm never gonna go there again <laughs> I'm not gonna speak to this lady again by the way she was a really sweet lady and she helped me on so many different occasions and this one time when I received 
this kind of reading, I just, I just couldn't take it. I felt still like a child myself, so the idea of getting preg pregnant was super scary. I wasn't interested in having a family anytime soon. I know some um, people have it differently. They know like, oh my god, like I want to have children very, very soon. Like I was the opposite, you know? I honestly felt like that's one thing I'm not interested in for a very, very, very long time. I'm not interested in uh, dating either. I honestly want to dive into the subjects I'll be studying. I want to be diving into meditation, yoga, like all these different things. So I don't think I ever went to see her again after this. Um, it's not like we ended on a bad note. I saw her I saw her after, but I just didn't don't think I booked myself for a reading to be honest. I I saw her and we chatted and you know we always have so much love for each other even now if I see her. So I couldn't focus on my graduation exams at grammar school. I kept thinking about my life is going to be over soon. I'm going to get pregnant and I just held onto this anger for a very, very, very long time. And I definitely know I was blocking any potential relationships. I wouldn't go on dates, totally not interested. Like I was keeping myself safe. And it affected that whole first year at university of me not being present in some areas of my life. And I totally gave my power away to those readings. And to be honest, I have never had a reading like that since. And I've had many readings since again with different people because I also moved to England, you know, so I had uh, readings with people here and um, and I just don't believe that we need to become victims of a reading and we need to be like, oh, this is how things need to be. And to be honest, I don't think many people actually give readings like that like saying oh this is what will happen well it never happened I never got pregnant in the first year at university I never dated um, a guy who was older than me um, during that time I yeah I didn't even go on any dates um, didn't go on any holidays and I forgot to take the pill none of this happened and the thing is whether it would have happened or not, I don't think that's important. I'm sharing this story with you because sometimes we can totally give our power away to a reading, to a person, um, to someone else. And this really brings me onto what I see happening a lot. We pay for readings because we want someone to give us a quick fix. Or we oracle decks and, and tarot cards and we just want to seek guidance outside of ourselves. This is what this helpful, incredible tool can turn into. And to be honest, I would still probably book reading from time to time. I've got nothing against that at all. And I do readings for my friends, for my family. I do readings for um, myself, for clients. I do occasional readings in my Facebook community, sometimes a fun Instagram reading. and But these are more like messages, you know. Um, and you get to 
take what resonates with you and you don't have to take it as like you know set in stone kind of guidance because I also believe in our free will and the fact that our energy is constantly changing and I personally don't believe like our whole path and journey is like laid out in front of us and it's destined and it doesn't matter what I do I'm going to end up on the same path like I do believe that we are also co-creators of this experience we are co-creators in how we respond to things how we channel our energy where we channel our energy like our path is unfolding in front of us as we take action as we make decisions and that is an approach that has always resonated with me so receiving a reading when it was like set in stone this is going to happen just did not feel right to me it did not feel true to me and I also know that to be a reader and I don't claim myself to be like a top reader at all I know there are people you know who do this for living and are very much aligned with the divine receiving messages I know my Reiki teacher like she hardly uses those cards like she will pull only like two to three cards sometimes and the rest is like it's coming through her those messages so that's also um quite different people can read energy and so on so I know when someone does this professionally they need to be aware of like what is the client ready to hear as well and in what kind of a way can I share it so it feels safe and they actually feel empowered so um and to to me like that applies to any kind of a session like that like the intention is for the client to feel empowered helping them to step into their own creative powers and helping them to realize that they are creators of their experience and there is so much they are influencing with their energy every single day my personal belief with like faith and sorry not faith <laughs> yeah we need to have faith I mean fate and destiny is that you know there might be people we need to meet in this lifetime so that we can um, clear something so we can experience something I believe there might be places which we might be called into situations and so on but we also have the power to respond to them we um, get to create many other things and so that's my personal belief here and I actually also want to mention to you when I got my first oracle deck. So my first ever oracle deck was um, the Goddess Guidance Oracle Cards by Doreen Virtue, published by Hay House, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Hay House. I've got it still here with me. And this deck was really important to me and is still really important and it helped me greatly during a really difficult time in my life and I worked with that deck and it really empowered me it really helped me to handle the things I was going through processing and healing so it will always have a very special meaning for me especially the first ever reading I did after I bought it in a shop for myself I got home and like the message was so powerful it like inspired so much action within me which to be honest is the next thing I want to be talking about we can almost like get addicted to oracle decks or tarot decks or even getting a reading from someone else because we just want like that quick dopamine hit like you know quickly searching 
for an answer outside of my cell life. I don't know what to do. Maybe someone else knows. Maybe this oracle deck knows. So any guidance reading from someone, someone else, reading that you did for yourself can mean nothing if we don't actually take action on that and implement those teachings. So it's really important to actually take action. If you receive a reading from um, from someone else, you do a reading for yourself, like, well, if you've been seeking this guidance, then act upon it, implement it, journal on it. So just to give you an example, at the start of this year, I hopped on Zoom with my friend Nikki. Shout out, Nikki. I know you love listening to the Inner Glow podcast, so <laughs> let me know once you listen to this episode. Uh, Nikki is incredible, by the way. I hope to bring her onto the podcast at some point as well. So me and my friend Nikki hopped on Zoom and we did a card reading for each other for the whole of 2022. And it was a beautiful nine card spread. Uh, first, she did it for me. And what was I doing? taking notes the whole time, asking questions, um, creating plans in my head on paper and out loud with her of how I can focus on it, you know, almost like voicing, okay, well, this is how I'm going to anchor and ground the guidance of this card in my life. Um, And that's exactly what we did with her as well. Sometimes it's way more natural when you're actually with someone face-to-face, like talking, you can actually say, hmm, actually this really, really resonates. What it reminds me of what's bringing up to the surface. I feel like I actually need to do more healing in this area because it's a theme I've been like feeling for a while anyway, you know? So like I was making notes like what card was in which position, what it meant, what guidance is coming through, what action I want to be taking um, as a result of it. So I actually recommend journaling as one of the ways to um, ground and anchor the guidance you receive from any oracle deck, from a tarot deck, but also simply from your intuition. So if you ask yourself, like, what am I being called to do this month? Journal on it with no expectations. See what comes through. And if you're like, oh, my God, yeah, I'm actually like hearing my soul. I'm hearing my higher self. Act upon it. This is how you strengthen that connection between you and your intuition, that you actually take action on it. Otherwise, it's wasted intuition and you won't really trust yourself that you can follow through that you can take action and that you can like rely upon your intuition so to speak i believe in implementing guidance wisdom teachings truly applying those things into our lives so even in my coaching or hypnotherapy sessions like my one-to-one clients will often get some kind of homework it might be in a form of a meditation hypnosis i recorded personally for them or meditation i already had recorded for example it might look like a journaling prompt in between sessions it might look like hmm well how can you actually implement the things that came up to the surface for us during the session. Let's say a client had a breakthrough during the session and something became obvious, clear, like, oh my God, I can see this pattern. I I now understand what's been going on. Like, 
I'm like, well, how are you going to implement it? What is your takeaway from this session? What is it that you are going to be as a result of this session and so on? And my one-to-one clients, when they are in my three months or six months mentorships, uh, which is hypnotherapy, coaching, healing, you know, therapy, anything that needs to be done, you know, for them to feel like they can step back into their inner radiance, glow, confidence and so on and they can follow their soul and follow their goals and desires like in those sessions like clients also have support between sessions so I'll be like well let's check in together let's keep you accountable I'll send them a voice note to check in like how are things going because implementation is so important And it's what's going to give you results. So it's the same thing. Like if we like, oh yeah, I'm on a spiritual path. I'm changing my life. But all that I'm doing is just pulling oracle cards and not actually acting upon it. Then, you know, there is a disconnect. If all I am doing is like smudging white sage in my home, but I actually don't do anything else or I don't look at, you know, what is it that I want to transform? What are my own shadows here? Or how uh, would I like to transform my life? Or yeah, it's nice to talk about journaling, but I'll actually never do it. Or um, meditation sounds good. Want to do it, but no, I'm not gonna do it. Like, you know, there is a disconnect. So really, be willing and open to do those things. And if it feels overwhelming, if you're like, oh my God, but if I were to act on every card I get, well, there's guidance in itself. Maybe you are seeking guidance outside of yourself, like from an external source too often, constantly pulling cards, perhaps hoping there will be a reassurance, there will be confirmation. Maybe you are shuffling cards because like, I need a sign, I need a sign, I need a sign. Well, what energy and intention is it then? You know, get really clear on your intentions when you are working with those tools. And talking of external sources, when using oracle or tarot cards, don't see them as guidance outside of you. See them as reflection of you. See every card as more like a doorway to your own inner wisdom and guidance. It's almost like a tool that works like a mirror. It helps, it reflects things back to you. So don't see it as like, oh my god, this deck is so cool, gives me great guidance. It's you that is connected to that deck. It's your own energy, it's your inner guidance, it's your intuition. It's just a tool how we can sometimes access it with more ease. It can give us different it can give us different perspectives. But the thing is, you are actually working just with yourself. So if you are doing a reading for yourself, you're pulling a tarot or oracle card, stay like sit with it for a little bit, like, and ask yourself questions such as, what is it that I'm hearing in this? And I do the same even when I am just sharing feedback to my clients. Let's say they are sharing what they've been going through, what's the struggle, what what is currently happening in their life. And I am listening, letting them to speak, you know, holding the emotional and energetic space for them. And then 
I will say, are you open to hearing something I heard in it? Would you like me to um, share my own guidance here with you? And when they are open to it, I'll share something and then I'll ask again, what is it that you hear in this? Like, is there anything that resonates so that like we are working with the information and it's not just about like me speaking the whole time and um, other times like when I know someone is making a decision like I'm not there to make the decision for them you know and sometimes we try doing it by telling other people about what we're going through what do you think I should do what what would you do in my place and and so on and actually you know why don't you trust yourself a little more why would you not ask yourself first actually Okay, well, if anything was possible, what what would I do in this situation? It's really good to open your mind up because sometimes we feel like, oh my God, there is no other way to get out of this. Like I'm stuck in this position, like nothing good can come out of it. I'm like, okay, well, if anything was possible, like what would you choose here? What What is it that you would really like to do if you put all your self-doubt aside and hear what they've got to say? And then if if it's a client and we are on a session or talking together between sessions, I'll then share a little bit of my guidance, but I'll never make like, oh, Stepanka, this is what you should do. I think this is the right way forward. I'm just like, mm, if I see a pattern coming back up, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Let's see how I can support a client so they can actually see things for themselves because I am not the one who is always right. Anyway, like, you know, so it's all about like empowering yourself other people if you are doing readings for other people as well and I saw such an incredible difference in my own life when I uh, journaled on an oracle card or when I did like a bigger reading as well because sometimes you know if you are starting out I do recommend maybe just going for like a one card like a guidance or um, in regards to one situation or a three card spread is also a good option but let's say when I was doing like a bigger spread for myself like I definitely know I need to journal on it because otherwise I won't act on it because by the time I'm on card number six like I won't remember what happened on card one so now let's talk about some of my tips when it comes to doing readings especially for yourself and what I find might help you with everything that we have been talking about so remembering that the purpose of the reading is for you to reconnect with your own intuition it's I don't look at it as like oh let's predict my future I see it as more, mm, what is it that I need to know? In which ways do I need to expand? What is the guidance my higher self wants me to to hear? What is it that my guides have got for me here today and so on? So if you are reading, even for yourself, or even for someone, dif- sorry, for someone else, it's important to get out of the way. What I mean by that is that like, remove your judgments remove what you already think needs to happen if let's say oh I see there is only one way it's not gonna be a good result like nothing good can come out of it or you are speaking to a friend and you already have your own opinions and projections on what they are going through take a few deep breaths and imagine that with each exhalation you are exhaling those judgments your own opinions 
and also your own past experience, especially if you are dealing with someone else. Remembering that we often project what we experienced on other people's situations just because they seem slightly similar. It's something I've learned as a therapist and coach like it's so important for me to distance myself from that and also see that this is still an individual situation even though I've you know experienced something rather similar like I still know it can be totally different and it's never my place to say like oh I was exactly in the same thing in the same situation like we need to get out of our own way so it's good to start by setting the space, you know, creating a soul space, doing a small ritual such as lighting up a candle, lighting up an incense or simply placing one hand on your heart, the other on your belly and, and take three or five deep breaths. And I like to repeat this in my head. It's actually from one of my spiritual teachers, Rebecca Campbell. She always is like, from I surrender this or I I can't remember exactly what she says to be honest it's years ago I read it in one of her oracle um cards books the little textbooks that come with it and um simply what I I say like the simplified version of what she says in the book and which is from my will to thy will and I feel like I surrender this reading and I get out of my own way you know placing my own projections on onto the reading. I also like to set an intention that I always receive guidance for the highest and greatest good of all involved and I'm always seeking guidance of 100% pure love and light. And if you do, let's say, a three-card spread or um, a bigger spread or just one card, Ask yourself, like, what is at least one action step I can take as a result of this? What is it that I'll be doing differently as a result of me receiving this reading? Truly honoring the guidance that came through by following through on it. So let me know how this has been resonating with you so far. And I like to do bigger spreads for myself. I'm actually, like, this year I have got a new bullet journal and I am noting into it some of my spreads that I like created for myself but also spreads I've learned from others so I have them I have them in one place so that's one of my goals this year to be like filling up this little book so I can always keep it and go back to it and um, there is also days when I simply just pull one card in the morning just because I like to receive inspiration and it's part of my morning journaling process like is the last question I ask myself what's the card of my day and I make a couple of notes about that card and I usually have it displayed on my desk for the day sometimes I'll do one in the evening other times I'll be doing readings for other people throughout the day so so to slowly wrap this episode up I just want to highlight that cards like any other spiritual tool or even like any good coach, healer, therapist, hypnotherapist, spiritual guide will inspire you, enlighten the path for you. However, they will not make the decisions for you. They will not give you all of the answers like the answers are within you. Um, so it's the same with the cards. 
they are here to enlighten that path for you and help you to perhaps access your own inner guidance. And another thing that's important to highlight is that they are a tool. And like any other tool, like it's great to have it, but it's also really good to not depend on it. Because essentially it's so important to reclaim your power and realize that all the tools that you need, all the resources that you need are actually within you and they have always been there. And this is, for example, one of the reasons why within my program Emotional Alchemy, which is, by the way, now open for self-study, self-paced course, um, the link will be in the description box, we have two modules that are all about embodiment and about what tools have I actually got within me. You know, there is so many modalities, so many techniques, so many spiritual tools such as, tools such as Palo Santo, Florida water, essential oils, oracle decks, smudging, incense, crystals, candles, and I love all of those. And, you know, I have them all around me now. But it's also important that if you don't have any of those things with you, you are somewhere somewhere else. You don't have the finances to purchase, purchase every other spiritual thing or you simply don't even want to you are focusing on minimalism or you're traveling like it's such a good reminder that you don't need them like it is within you that power that strength the wisdom the guidance it has always been within you so in emotional alchemy like i guide my clients through all the senses for example through all the tools that we have within the body that can support them if they are struggling emotionally if they are experiencing challenges if they are experiencing anxiety or something un unpredictable has just happened so like how do i guide myself without needing to seek anything outside of me and the same thing applies to a spiritual guide or a coach like if we are constantly seeking their opinion before we make any decision like well that doesn't seem that empowering so um I don't think I've ever had a client who was seeking guidance like that, but um, I also know it's really good to bear this in mind and it's something like all newbie, newbies, therapists, coaches learn and experience. Like we need to know that actually we are not there to fix the client. We are not there to make their decisions. We are there to empower them and help them step into their true power. And this is something I also love and enjoy about hypnosis or meditation because as you get my recordings and you um, learn it like it becomes easier for you to duplicate it by yourself so then you might be maybe traveling and don't have your recordings on you well let's say you have a different phone or something um, you can always guide yourself it's like you doing it for yourself and when we like break it down even more all hypnosis is self-hypnosis what it means is I'm not the person who is hypnotizing my clients. I am not the one putting a spell on them. I am not the one like making the changes for them. They are the ones simply just following guidance, but they are doing the work. They are making those internal changes and transformations. They are the ones evoking all those wonderful feelings in their body, not me. So... I hope you have enjoyed this episode. 
I would love to hear your thoughts. Please feel free to reach out, share this episode to your Instagram stories, Facebook Facebook stories, and make sure you tag me. Otherwise, I won't be able to see it and reshare it to my page. You can also comment or post within my Facebook group called New Earth Women. If you have got something private you would like to share, feel free to send me a direct message on Facebook or an email or on Instagram. Feel free to contact me. And if you know that this could be helpful to someone else, please share this episode with them. I really really believe that this is an important message for us to realize that actually, you know, all of these things are just tools. The wisdom has always been within me. And I feel that these days, like we are, you know, used to getting like information straight away and we, we seek things outside of us too often. And I felt this will be a really, really good reminder. So have an incredible day. And if you are feeling called to take this work deeper, I will leave a link to my website where you can book a private one-to-one consultation with me. And this is when the session will be just about you, your desires, your intuition. Um, We will look at your life. We will see, you know, what, what is currently holding you back from being your most radiant self. Um, and it is a really great gift to give to yourself in the new year. So you get yourself started, but honestly, anytime throughout the year is a perfect time for you to book yourself in. And if you are someone who actually wants more than just one of consultation, um, then we can always explore my three months um, container or six months, which is hypnotherapy, coaching therapy, healing, um, and way more EFT, emotional freedom technique, like that is such an intimate, beautiful container when you are being held, you open yourself up to receiving more from life. It's it's like where my heart is. I realize that definitely this will be even like a bigger priority this year for me than let's say Excuse me, ladies, <laughs> I had to take a sip of water. So my one-to-ones will be an even bigger of a priority for me this year. Like the guidance is really clear. I com- I mean, bigger priority, it has always been one of my biggest priority in my business. But what I mean in in like the offers I will be offering this year, I feel less called to group programs this year and more called to focusing on um, one-to-ones. I will be bringing in some new exciting things from February into my one-to-ones. So it's really where my heart is. It's such a beautiful deep container and the reason why I'm feeling called to focus on it even more this year when it comes to my all of my offers is because the transformations changes the relationships we create are just priceless it's so beautiful it's takes my breath away so if you would like to have more information or just not sure you know what's the best place for you to start um, check out the consultation and we can always um, discuss that after our consultation as well I can give you all the information you get time to think about it decide if you actually decide to then work with me on a more intimate level in uh, some of my packages, then actually you will get 
credit for that money for your consultation so you'll actually get that money back so here we go have an incredible day and i look forward to hearing your feedback okay ladies so i'm back this is almost like p.s I've got something else to say. This is totally unplanned. But this is like 10 minutes after I hit, you know, the stop button and I stopped recording. I had to look at something in front of me and I felt this was a divine message for this episode. So I needed to come back on here and record another snippet to share this with you. So I was sat here at my desk and I finished recording it so I, I clicked like complete and the episode was like loading up and I grabbed my um, teacup and I drink yogi teas if you've ever heard of those and they have got little messages written on them and I haven't read my message yet because I made the tea like halfway through the episode then ran back to my desk so I don't forget my uh, thoughts so I haven't read it yet and I had a look at it and it's actually perfect for what we've been talking about it actually gave me full body chills i'm like the universe is supporting us the universe is supporting this episode and i felt it's such a powerful confirmation so let me read it out to you so it says you have not to find out the reality you are the reality you are the co-creator here so i thought that's just beautifully confirms what I have been talking to you that actually we don't have to seek thing, things outside of ourselves you know the answers are within we are the creators of our reality we are the reality is the way we see things is the intentions we set so no more seeking outside of ourselves there are no external sources that know that know more than us this doesn't mean we don't have to ask for help but it's also remembering like you know, your own intuition is important, especially when it comes to decision making. So have a great day. This is the end of the episode, I promise. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave me a five-star iTunes review, follow my podcast on Spotify, share it on your Instagram stories or recommend this podcast to your friends. If you would like to receive more free content on feminine empowerment, radiance and inner glow, then make sure you join my Facebook community called New Earth Women. It is filled with beautiful rituals, live trainings, emotional freedom, tapping sessions, meditations and more. The link is the description box. You can also follow me on Instagram at New Earth Woman. And if you are interested, in working with me, then check out the description box for all the links. Thank you.